Now I've brought along what is one of my <laughs> what is one of my favorite favorite books. This is I love this book. This is uh, anyway. This is a book by by, by my teacher Venerable Geshe Kelsang Yatsurimshay, Joyful Path of Good Fortune, which is the complete Buddhist path to enlightenment. It really is the A to Z. It's it's got everything in it. It's just amazing. And there's a chapter that I'm especially fond of called What is Meditation? which explains sort of what I've been talking about, like proper meditation, like this, this proactive meditation, this very conscious, deliberate uh, cultivating of, of positive ways of thinking. And the chapter is so wonderful. I can't read the whole thing out, but I'm going to pull out some highlights. But my, my, I feel every time I read this chapter, my meditation improves. So if you do have a chance to get a hold of, of Joyful Path of Good Fortune and read this book and this chapter and the and, you know, and the many other wonderful, wonderful chapters in it, then I'd very much encourage you to. So Venerable Geshe starts, he says, to meditate is to familiarize our mind constantly and thoroughly with a virtuous object. To meditate is to familiarize our mind constantly and thoroughly with a virtuous object. So if you're not used to that sort of a sentence, that initially can sound a little strange. Like, what, does that, what does that mean? So what we mean here by a virtuous object is basically a positive way of thinking. It's a way of relating to ourselves, others, the world, circumstances in a way that uplifts the mind, in a way that allows us to maintain our peace and radiate peace and happiness around us, to the people around us. It's, it's a, that's what we mean by a virtuous object. To familiarize our mind means to get more and more used to having that, that way of thinking, that way of being. To familiarize our mind constantly and thoroughly so that eventually it's always like that. You know, with that example of, of someone saying something unkind and us getting angry, at the beginning, perhaps we can't imagine not getting angry. But later on, there'll come a point where we can't, we can't even understand why we would get angry. You know, it's just someone in pain. You, you know, like if I walk past someone in the street and they punch me in the face and I turn to see who has accosted me in this way and the person crumples to the ground and they're having a seizure, it's an epileptic, I don't think I'm going to give you a good kicking for having punched me in the face. I think, oh my goodness, what can I do to help? Because they're suffering. It would make no sense to want to hurt them more, they're already in pain and not in control of their behavior. In the same way, the person that's saying the unkind words, and, and you know, initially it's difficult for us to make the parallel, but it will come. We will realize it's not so dissimilar a situation. Like the person would not be behaving like that if their mind weren't governed by painful thoughts and feelings. Like imagine that same person that we can feel so resentful of without their anger or without their selfishness, jealousy, pride or whatever it might be. Imagine them without all of that. What, what remains is a beautiful person, a beautiful person. And that beautiful person is who they, who they really are, but presently they're suffering. You know, these ways of, of, of working, it is a little bit like initially change like changing a habit mental habit is like riding up a hill initially it's hard work because there's this sort of 
this natural gravitational pull back to where we were. So we need to work at it. We need to work at it. But if we keep working at it, eventually we get to the brow of the hill and we've changed our habit so that this new way of thinking is now our habit. And it's just plain sailing. It's, it's rolling downhill thereafter because our habit is, is growing more and more into this positive way of being constantly and thoroughly, familiarizing our mind constantly and thoroughly. And Venerable Gesha lists the, the benefits or purposes of, of meditation. He says, meditation has many functions. It overcomes inner problems such as those created by anger, jealousy, attachment, and ignorance. It controls our mind and brings inner peace. It enables us to cultivate virtuous intentions that lead us to perform good actions. And it eliminates non-virtuous intentions that lead us to perform harmful actions. By practicing meditation, we gain experience of the many levels of spiritual realization and progress to higher and higher levels of spiritual attainment until we accomplish the highest of all, the state of Buddhahood. So meditation has many functions. It overcomes inner problems, such as those created by anger, jealousy, attachment, and ignorance. And if we think about it, really... You know, normally when we have a problem, we think our problem is that or them, this. But if our mind wasn't agitated, then it would just be a situation that we're dealing with, perhaps growing in, learning from, an opportunity to transform. The, the, the situation itself is not the problem. If we have a problem, it's because we've responded to the situation with an uncomfortable mind. And Buddha catalogued all of the different uncomfortable reactions we could have, such as anger, jealousy, attachment, ignorance. And with meditation, we can free ourselves from those reactions. We don't have to react in those ways. We can learn a different reaction that protects us from those kind of feelings. Through meditation, we can do that. Controls our mind, brings inner peace, enables us to cultivate virtuous intentions, leads us to perform good actions, eliminates non-virtuous intentions that lead us to perform harmful actions. Now, probably all of us, if we're honest, on occasion have said cruel and unkind things. We've hurt people that we love, that we care about. And one of the things about friendships and close relationships is that people show us their scars and their vulnerabilities. And it can happen that in a moment of anger, we, you know, we stab someone where it hurts most. You know, the pain that they've shown us, the, the vulnerability that they've had the courage and trust in us to reveal. And we can, and we will regret that. Those will be things we regret more than anything else. And that was our mind, uncontrolled. Anger got the better of us and we, and meditation will protect us from that. And then obviously from a spiritual point of view, or a Buddhist point of view, we understand we can evolve. We have such incredible potential. We have, we have the potential for Buddhahood, a mind that is at peace at all times, in all situations, that can radiate warmth and happiness and calm and peace to everyone in our family, our community, our world. We can, we can become someone that just uplifts and inspires people. You know, we, we have that within us. And meditation will enable us to, to reveal these things, to achieve these things. 